This is Too Busy to Podcast, a show for busy, multi-passionate female entrepreneurs at different stages of their podcasting journey who may be feeling frustrated or overwhelmed doing all the things. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast editor and podcast manager. I'll be coming to you every week, solo or with a guest, to share actionable tips, simple strategies and useful resources to help you manage and grow your podcast the simple way. We'll be covering the practical stuff like how to start a podcast, what equipment you should use, and how to create a podcast workflow that helps you to stay organized. But also there's the other important stuff like mindset, email marketing, productivity, and storytelling. So open up the notes app on your phone and let's get started. Hey there, thank you for joining me for episode eight of Too Busy to Podcast. So we touched on hosting platforms a little bit in last week's episode. And as promised, this week, I want to delve more into the different platforms to help you make an informed decision. At the end of the day, what works for one person won't necessarily work for you. There's lots of platforms out there, I would say probably about 15, maybe more. And of course, we don't have time to cover all of them in this episode because we'll be here for a couple hours. And you know, that's not what this show is all about. However, I've got eight that I personally have used myself or with clients, or I've heard really, really good things about in my podcast network. So I'm going to delve into those eight, add a few more afterwards so that you've just got some options to go away and research, and that will wrap up the episode. So number one, my favorite platform is Libsyn. It's the one that I've used from the very, very beginning of my podcast manager journey. It's one that I recommend to my clients when they come to work with me for a launch. It's super, super easy to use. They've just actually upgraded to version five. So Libsyn five and the interface is even better than before. Everything is just in one place. It's just super, super clean, lots of white space. I absolutely love it. I don't have a cause to reach out to their customer service often, but when I have, it's been, you know, really fantastic customer service. They're really prompt, really helpful. You know, when we are using um, anything techie or anything at all, actually, we want to know that people there are going to be able to help us in a timely way. So for me, Libsyn gets a tick for customer service. Their plans start from $5 a month. That $5 plan includes 50 megabytes of data. So it's not a hell of a lot. I usually recommend the $15 package to my clients. And it's what I use myself, although I am probably going to upgrade to the $20 package soon, just because that package includes the app. And I love to be able to sometimes, if I realize that there's been an error, I love to be able to just pop in to an app and update it. I've been recommending the $15 package, which has been more than enough for people who are doing weekly episodes. So that's four episodes a month for about an hour each. And I think the only time it's problematic is, of course, launch day. I usually recommend that my clients launch with four episodes, sometimes five. One of those will be a really, really short trailer, which is about, we've talked about trailers before. So make sure you check out that episode. But, you know, 
that could quite easily be seven episodes in one month. So you might need to do the $20 and then downgrade down to the 15 once you go into the second month and you find your rhythm. Or you can stay where you are. Um, But the $15 package, as I said, has been totally fine. They also offer good statistics, even on a basic level. So in that $15 package, you can get quite good statistics. If you were to upgrade to the $20 or $40 plan, you will get downloadable stats reporting and, like I mentioned, access to their app. They also offer customizable players for your website and a podcast page. So if you don't have a website or your podcast is in no way related to your business, it's more, you know, not a hobby, but say your business is I work with coaches and your podcast is about knitting, clearly you can't put the podcast information on your website because the two don't go very well together. So the Libsyn podcast page will be a great place for you to direct people to. Now, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout comes in a very close, very, very close second. I worked with Buzzsprout with a client a couple of months ago with her launch. And I was really, really impressed with them. At that point, I'd only ever used Libsyn. I'm really excited to try a different platform. Had heard really good things about their customer service, but it's only when I got in there, I was quite impressed. I particularly like the fact that you can add the transcripts directly to the platform really, really love that because I am big on making sure that your podcast is accessible. And very, very soon, the website for this podcast will be sorted. And within that, for each page, you will see the full transcript. It's very, very important to make sure that your podcast is accessible by everyone. So I found the dashboard really easy to use, very clean, very fresh, not cluttered, extremely readable. They've also got a Facebook group, which I'm in. They're very, very supportive. If you've got any sort of questions, you just pop in there and you'll have a whole host of very, very helpful responses. So I'm not with Buzzsprout. I joined when I worked with that client because I had a question about something and I haven't left because I think it's a really great place to be. I've also heard really good things about their magic mastering feature. I didn't use use this because... I have my own workflow, my own process in Audacity, but I've heard that it makes your episode sound really good. So that might be something that you want to look into. I'm not 100% sure if the Magic Mastering is in all plans, but do have a look on their pricing page and see what plan suits you best. They have an affiliate marketplace, which helps you to monetize your podcast So if that's something you're thinking about doing in the future, then definitely Buzzsprout is a contender. They have a text editor for show notes, which is great because I will copy and paste my show notes from my template in Google Drive. You're able to bold, underline, itemize, all that sort of cool stuff as you would in Word or Google Doc. So that's fantastic. They have website embed players like most, what with all platforms do, but they are customizable. So if like me, you want to keep things on brand, you're able to change, um, add your hex codes and, you know, make it more in line with your business. Their stats are quite good as well. They're more defined than Libsyn's in terms of providing over 30, 60, 90 days, and of course, lifetime, which I think is a pretty good differentiator. It really does depend how into stats you are. I try not to get hung up on them because 
Nick, a really takeaway from the purpose of why you started your podcast. Um, the thing is with Libsyn is that your stats are, as soon as you log in, they're just there. So I joked with someone earlier that I just close my eyes and try and navigate my way to the new episode button. Because, you know, you click and then you can just get really hung up on the numbers. And that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this to help people start their podcast without the overwhelm, just making things super, super simple. So I really don't want to get hung up on numbers. But I appreciate not everyone is like me. So by all means, if this is important to you, then go for it. Pick a platform that will provide you with the information, the data that you need. Buzzsprout do have a free plan, but of course, there's not going to be a lot included in that. Buzzsprout is different from Libsyn in terms of it charges by the number of hours that you use rather than storage. So that might be, you know, something that you want to consider if you are doing a short and punchy podcast where it's 10, 15 minutes, hours might work best. Just do a bit of research and pick a platform that works best for you. Another thing to think of, however, is that if you'd like advanced stats, depending on the platform, you might have to pay more to get that. So that's another consideration to bear in mind. Their free plan includes up to two hours, but your files are removed after 90 days. So that doesn't necessarily work for most of us. Um, But their smallest plan is $12 a month. So, you know, that's not a lot. That's like nine, 10 pounds. It's for three hours. Then you have the $18 per month for six hours and $24 per month for 12 hours. So still very reasonable. It's month to month. So you're not tied in for a year or anything like that. If you want to move, then that's easily done. They connect to Apple Podcasts for you, which is one less step. If you use Libsyn, you will need to create the RSS feed in Libsyn and then you copy and paste your RSS feed into your Apple Connect account. It sounds as though Buzzsprout will do this all for you. The next one on the list is Captivate. From what I've researched, this platform is best for new and growing shows. I haven't used it personally, but as I mentioned, it's one that keeps popping up in my podcasting sphere And so I wanted to make sure that I mentioned it here today. If you're a new podcaster, it seems that this would be perfect for you. This one is based on the number of downloads you receive. So the £17 plan includes 12,000 downloads, which, you know, is quite a healthy number starting out the gate. The next plan up is £41 for 60,000 downloads. So that's quite a jump. Um, They also include a web player call to action. So the web player that you will put on your website will have calls to action, which is fantastic. They also have a marketing suite to help you share your podcast, including a sponsor kit. So that's an additional thing that I don't believe the other two have. Plus, and this excites me because I love, I'm slightly obsessed with Zapier. Plus, you can connect with Zapier to help automate your workflow. I wish that we could have more than one hosting platform because I feel like I would love to get Zapier involved in my workflow. So the integration in Captivate is just really exciting for me. But, you know, you can only have one. You can try it for seven days, which might be helpful if you want to see if it's the right fit for you. And what I love about Captivate is that all their features are included in all their plans. So there's none of this staggering. So like in Libsyn, for example, to get more advanced stats, 
you need to be on their two higher price packages, the $20 the $40 package. So in Captivate, no matter what plan you are on, you will get all the same features, which is, I think, absolutely fantastic. There's no contracts. There's no like long-term commitment. You're able to submit to all platforms with one click, including Apple, which is absolutely fantastic. So a big tick from me for Captivate, especially on the Zapier thing, might I add again. <laughs> the next one is Castos. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Where they stand out for me is they offer both public and private podcasting. Their starter plan is $19 per month. Perfect for new podcasters. The plan up from that is $49. Offers more features if you're looking to market and grow your podcast. So after you starting out the gate, I would say start with the lowest plan and kind of just work your way up as your podcast grows. What I love about Castos is it also includes video republishing to YouTube and headliner integration. So all the different tools for podcasting, we will cover definitely in a future episode. But whilst I'm here, Headliner is a software where you are able to create audiograms for your social media. So audiograms is a graphic where, you know, you attach the audio and then you use a waveform which goes up and down as a person speaks. They're very, very cool. They're usually about 30 seconds to 60 seconds long. You take the best snippet of your episode that will really, you know, intrigue people. You want to intrigue them enough to listen to that snippet and head on over to their podcast app to listen to the entire episode. So the integration with Headliner is fantastic. They have a free plan. So if you kind of want to, you know, test it out a bit, that is perfectly fine as well. Storage, bandwidth, episodes, podcasts are all unlimited, which is fantastic. If you have a WordPress website, you can manage your podcast from your website using their plugin. They offer automated transcriptions. And as I mentioned before, I'm a big fan of transcriptions. They have an episode performance comparison feature, which is, you know, pretty exciting for those who have a focus on stats, along with web player consumption and replay data. I think that stands out for me from other platforms that we've touched on already. They do a 14-day free trial. So if you want to test it out, you are able to do so and make a decision as to whether they are the platform for you. Now that takes us to number five, Podbean. Now Podbean is one that I have heard so much about. No matter what group I'm in, everyone sings Podbean's praises. I don't think I've ever seen a negative comment. And having researched them, I think if I was to ever change, it might be Podbean. Actually, if I think if I was to put these platforms in a proper order, I think Podbean would be my number three choice. Now, why is that? They're perfect for new podcasters. They have a five-hour free plan, which offers you basic stats but for those of us who, you know, new to podcasting, don't want to put too much money into it starting out the gate, a five-hour free plan is pretty good. Plans from there on start at $14 a month. The stats are pretty impressive as well. They look at downloads, trends, geographies, even user retention. So if data is important to you, Podbean might be the way to go. It integrates, and I love this actually, it integrates with MailChimp, so you're able to share new episodes with your subscribers directly. They even do the same with Amazon Alexa, which I just, you know, I read that 
when I was doing some research, I read about that. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. It's all about broadening your podcast reach. So if you can get your podcast on Alexa as well, that is pretty cool. They have a live streaming feature, which I think there's only one other one that I think does this. So that's quite a standout feature for me in terms of Podbean. If video podcast is something that you're considering, the investment would only be $29 a month. So video isn't included in the 14, you would have to upgrade to the next one up. They offer a number of monetization options such as advertisement, sponsorship, premium content and crowdfunding. They have their own app which you can record, publish and manage your podcast all from your phone. Storage and bandwidth are unlimited. And I just think all in all, this one sounds really good and offers a lot for the price per month. Spreaker, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. They have a live podcasting feature as well. So live podcasting, of course, is just you having a conversation. Your podcast is live. It's in the moment. People are watching you, whether it might be on LinkedIn or you're streaming it on YouTube, wherever it might be, you're in the moment. There's no editing thereafter because the podcast has happened. You're able to engage with your audience, whether it's via chat or some other means. It really depends on the platform that you're using But yeah, I just think that's absolutely fantastic. Spreaker have a desktop and a mobile app for recording, live streaming, stats. And for just $20 a month, the broadcaster option could be the perfect solution for people starting out and wanting to test the waters. Another popular one I've heard great things about is Blueberry. Now, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but apologies if I am. It's spelt B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Blueberry, but without the ease, like the fruit. Um, Yeah, they offer you a free WordPress site for your account. And I have heard nothing but great things about their PowerPress plugin, which allows you to manage your podcast on your WordPress website. I'm even considering getting it for myself to just make the entire process. Wherever I can save time, I'm all about it. I love my podcast, but generally in business, you just need to make sure that you are intentional with your time and spending it and saving it where you can. If you go over your monthly limit, they're not going to penalise you, they're not going to charge you more, which I think is quite good. Their plans start at $12 a month for 100 megabytes and the $20 option seems more popular and includes 250 megabytes per month. The $20 option seems more popular and includes 250 megabytes per month. Now, Red Circle is another one. And I see this pop up quite a bit also in Facebook groups. I haven't, it's not one that I see as often as maybe Blueberry or Podbean, but when I do see it pop up, nothing but positive comments once again. And that's why it's on my radar and that's why I mention it here. So research shows that they launched, they're relatively new, they launched in February 2019. Their standout feature for me is that you can reach out and cross-promote your podcast. So if that's something that you're interested in, this might be the platform for you. It really is an all-in-one for podcasters in terms of you can do ads, subscriptions, donations, hosting, distribution, all of it, really. Plans are free, including a limited storage, distribution to all apps, 
analytics and other great tools. But of course, please note that they will take a percentage from the monetization aspect. So subscriptions, donations, they will take a percentage. You know, at the end of the day, they've got to make their money somehow. So if that all sounds like something you're interested in, please do check them out. And then finally, I'm going to mention Anchor. Anchor isn't one of my recommendations. It's a well-known free platform. It allows you to create, distribute and monetize your podcast for free. It's great for mobile podcasting, but you can also edit, manage your show online. As I mentioned, it's not one that I shout out about because from the start of my journey, I have seen a number of comments in the Facebook groups that I'm in where people have have shared their reservations. Well, reservations is probably a nice term, but they've shared their reservations about it. And I think in terms of business, yes, there's some tools that should be free. But I think in terms of your podcast, having a hosting platform that you can grow with is super, super important. So whilst a lot of us don't have lots of money to throw at a podcast, and I totally appreciate it, I would hasten you to put some money into the hosting platform. Now, why do I not shout about Anchor? The reason why it's down the bottom of my list, well, it's not even on my list, to be fair, is because of a couple things. I consider Anchor to be more for hobbyists, people who are podcasting as a hobby. It's not directly linked to a business. They're not using it as, you know, a lead generation tool or a way to be seen as an authority in their industry. You know, they might have started a podcast with friends to just, you know, talk about Mad Men, whatever it might be. But the most important bit with Anchor is that people, and I have not looked at the fine print myself, but I have seen numerous posts who refer to ownership. So there's a question mark around whether you as a podcaster or whether Anchor own the content of your podcast. So if, you know, no judgment, if you choose to go with Anchor, that's totally fine. But I would encourage you to make sure you read the fine print with a fine tooth comb or with a magnifying glass even and make sure because it might fit you now, but you don't want to have any problems if six, nine months from now you decide to leave and then you realise, oh, actually, uh, okay, what do I do now? So just make sure you do some research. And if everything is in place for you, then by all means, go for Anchor. So that's it. Those are my top eight. There are a few more which I'll quickly mention, such as Resonate. They have plans starting at $25 a month. For me, their standout feature was a full service production. So you could do everything within that platform. There's also Bcast, which is spelled B-C-A-S-T. Described mainly as for marketers, by marketers. So if that's kind of where you fall in, this might be for you. They have an email opt-in feature, auto transcriptions, which again, for me, is fantastic. And what I absolutely love is that they will automatically let your guests know. So they will automatically notify your guests on release day that their episode is live. And again, it integrates really well with Headliner for your audiograms. Actually, I forgot. Libsyn now integrates with Canva. So if you've got Canva and you create your graphics in Canva, 
when you upload your episode in the new Libsyn 5 platform, you are able to click on a button and, you know, do your thing in Canva. So that's pretty cool. I love integrations. I love when platforms integrate with others because, again, it's all about saving time and just doing as much as you can in one place. Gosh, okay, so that was a lot. I've not even covered them all, but those are the top eight. And I added a couple more in for you guys to go away and be able to, you know, do some research, choose a platform that's right for you. And as I've mentioned in, I think in a previous episode, it might be worthwhile to think about, go back to your goals. Where do you want your podcast to go? And pick a platform that you can grow into. So if monetization is one of your goals, maybe you should think about picking a platform from now, even though you might not start monetization until 12, 18 months down the line, it might be that you pick a platform that you can grow into that offers that feature to avoid having to move your podcast in the future. Now, all these platforms, I imagine their migration is super, super simple. You know, it's 2021. I'm sure you could just do it with a click of a button. Um, but if you don't have to, then why why should you? So to recap, Libsyn and Buzzsprout are my top two, followed closely by Podbean. Based on everything I've heard about Podbean, what I've read about them, they are, you know, number three for me. User friendliness, customer service, some of the features that they offer, absolutely fantastic. As I mentioned As the podcast grows, I might move over to someone else. But at the moment, Libsyn is my go-to for myself and for my clients. I hope you have found that helpful. Connect with me on Instagram or drop me an email. I would love to know if you have any sort of, you know, follow-up questions, if you found this helpful. Um, But until then, that's it for today. Next week, it's all about RSS feeds. It will probably be a very short episode. Um, But yeah, I just want to, you know, make sure that you understand the terminology in podcasting. So until then, have a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.